What's going on, everyone? Welcome to a Thursday edition of Back Your Play with Q. Rich Kenyon is here uh, from our good friends over at Play Against Sports, 1450 Clemensburg Road in Deptford, New Jersey. Check them out online, in-store shopping, all your sports merchandise. If you have James Harden jerseys that don the 76ers, uh, <laughs> you might want to trade them in as we just found out that he opted in, which means the Sixers are going to have to work for a deal to try to move him and uh, get him out of town. A smiling Jonathan Marshall, our NBA uh, hoops insider, kind enough to join us, sports reporter, anchor at WMUR at John underscore Marshall three. Uh, you're, you know, beaming. It seems as though you know, it's like a, a blushing new uh, bride or a, a father with a newborn. I mean, my God, get rid of the bearded one. I mean, are we really surprised here um, that the 76ers and James Harden, you, I got the sense that when, they asked James about his relationship with Doc, and he really didn't say much. That was telling to me, and the handwriting mm -hmm. was on the wall. And Bede's comments, Harden wants to get paid. I just had a feeling that it just wasn't a good fit. But mm -hmm. you know, people will tell you a couple of years ago, "Hey, you go out and you get James Harden. This team's going to win a championship." Mm -hmm. Well, they haven't even made the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean, the, having Daryl Morey is always the factor when you're talking about James Harden that relationship, right? But you're bringing a new coach and Nick Nurse, it didn't seem like that would mesh, right? James Harden and Nick Nurse, right? And so this is finally some competent thinking within that organization, understanding like with James Harden, he'll be 34 this year. Are we going yep. to pay 40 to $50 million for a guy who's a shell of himself, who may give us a couple good games in a playoff series, and then when you need him the most, he's going to fold, which yep, is what 100%. we saw in the Boston series. Running it back with James Harden and this group just was going to – and in the usual, the second round exit, like we know how this story's in, especially with James Harden as your number two option. At this point, you're not winning a championship with James Harden as a number two. Joel Embiid's window is closing, right? Yeah. He won the MVP. You can't rely on him to be healthy <laughs> every year at this point. Like it's just, it's just not going to happen. And so look at it right now, Joel Embiid, how many years does he have left at this peak? Maybe two years, you're thinking, right? Yeah. Two, Stay three. healthy? Yeah. Two, three, right? If, if things go perfectly right. And so two, three years go by quick. And so you got to make a move now or you're going to end up being in total irrelevancy. You give James Harden this money, then what? Second round exit after second round exit. And then it's really dark for your franchise. You have no assets. You have no young guys besides Maxi developing. You have no you have no first rounders really to even flaunt. So it's looking dark. So to me, this is a wise move by this front office. And what you get out of it, I know there's a lot of speculation, but – I think allowing Harden to leave gives Maxie an opportunity to flourish and grow. Let's see what he has in this game without Harden. They're taking taking away a lot of opportunities. And so I think this is a wise move, a prudent move by this, this franchise, which they we haven't been able to say for, for a long time. Let's just say that to Clippers. I know there's speculation the Clippers might be that mm -hmm. team. If they trade both Harden and Tobias to L.A., you're pretty much guaranteed Paul George back, right? You have, I mean, those are two starters. If, if I'm giving you two starters, yeah, I got to get a starter back. That's yes. just right. Like, I, and the thing is, I mean, if you want to get to get a good to get good quality, you got to give up good, right? That's just the reality of it, right? We're like, what are we talking about? Then, if I can't get a starter back <laughs> for giving up two starters, then it's not even a deal in my eyes. So you have to get a Paul George back if that's the case, and maybe even like a Norman Powell, like you know, one of those. No Kawhi. I don't see the Clippers giving a Kawhi. I don't see it. I would yeah. love Kawhi personally, but the injury issues gives you yeah. pause. So that's the only thing. I don't see the Clippers. I think to me, PG would be the best option for Philly. Best option, best fit. 
honestly, I think PG would be the best fit. Yeah, but see, to me, what has he what has he done in the fourth quarter? That's true. That's true. That is true. <laughs> but but I do. Rec- I mean, it was the playoff. It was a playoff. It was a playoff run that PG had when Kawhi was hurt. That he yeah. really he really played well. I mean, I think basketball fit. I still think they there's a fit for both of those guys, right? I don't think they're they don't. They're not, I don't think they're ball stoppers, and defensively they can give you something that James Harden wasn't going to give you, right? Um, I think basketball-wise it it fits either way. I give PG the edge because Kawhi with those knees, is it a chronic thing? Like I just – it gives me hesitation. That's the only thing because if Kawhi is healthy, it's a no-brainer to me. I want Kawhi. I do. And, but on paper, Clippers fans would probably be getting giddy over Harden, Kawhi, Paul George on oh, paper. Of course. Right on paper, but but here's the thing: ten is years Kawhi, ago, <laughs> is Kawhi going to be healthy? Is, is hard going to be healthy? Show? Yeah, it, 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 and if he if he is healthy, is he going to be? Yeah, locked in, and the same thing with PG. So, I mean, I think for the Clippers, they have to make. I think for both these franchises, if these are the two franchises that are going to make a deal with each other, they have to make a change. They have to figure something out, right? And so, hey, why not? Why not? Why not go for it? Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna see so much. I heard your Knicks possibly being in the mix too, which I don't think that makes sense for either team personally. Uh, for Paul it makes George, makes no sense. No, for James Harden, the oh, Knicks for, were no, like mentioned. Sure. It makes no, it makes no sense for either, either, either side. You know what that would be equivalent of? Starberry. Yeah. So you're gonna have Harden and Jalen Brunson together. That just, just makes, no. No, makes no sense. No. You, they need you need natural guard, someone playing off the ball too. And yeah. like I said, I. Harden might give you five or six games during the season or the playoffs, as you alluded to, where he turns back to clock. Other than that, no. But it just proves that once again, fans get they get gaga over players and they think right away this guy's gonna get us over the top. And it's Monday morning quarterbacking, yes. But ultimately, I, I just I look at this franchise right now and they've just had, you know, just a turnover, turnover when it when you're talking about GM. So now, and uh, you know, I just had a uh, Javon Alford on um, a couple moments ago earlier and uh, on BYP. And he said, look, now Maury's now you're going to see, you know, if he's worth his weight in gold, right? This is the job that you do as a GM. You got to start wheeling and dealing and, and doing what's right by the franchise and figuring out the right fit here. And we talked about it. Harden was not going to give him any type of hometown discount because he oh, already no. did that. Yeah. I think, you know, that's a great point now because honestly, I mean, Maury didn't give Tobias that contract, right? Like there's there's some things that he had to undo the Al Horford contract. There are some things that Maury has had to, he, he entered with a total just situation. was like, what, what is this? Why, why are we paying Al Horford this? Why do we give Tobias Harris this? And so, okay, he, he swung for the fences for James Harden. I don't think you can blame him for trading a Ben Simmons for that. You know, at, at, at the end of the day, no. Ben Simmons wasn't going to play. No. So it's like, what... Do you lose anything by trading Ben Simmons? No. <laughs> so it's like, that's a wise pretty much, right? Now it's like, okay, how can I leverage this James Harden situation to make this team better? And honestly, you got to be honest with yourselves. There's not many deals that are out there. And if, if this Clippers deal is the best opportunity to do so, you got to do it, right? And so yeah. this is an opportunity for Daryl Moore to show who he is as a GM, as, as a basketball mind, to make a team better. And also, honestly, and we've talked about this before, people don't want to have the hard conversations. Joel Embiid is next. I promise you. Like people don't want to face the facts. Listen, I, yeah. 
he's next. He's next. <laughs> and I what I believe I said it with you. There will be a point during the summer where he will make a comment and it will be construed as he's not happy mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, shoot, let's say they make these changes. They get a PG or Norman Powell, Terrence, whatever the package, whatever it is, right? And it's second round exit again. What's the conversation? Who do you look at? You can't look at a Ben Simmons. Nope. And look at a James Harden anymore. Nope. If Tobias Harris Doc is going, Rivers. can't look at Doc Rivers. If nope. Tobias Harris is going, you can't blame Tobias nope. Harris. You can't blame Brett Brown. He's long gone. Who else? Who else is there? Andrew, <laughs> Tony, Charles Barkley, <laughs> Moses Malone, Doctor. They ain't Eric, walking through that door. Alan, Eric, they ain't walking through that door. Eric Snow is not walking. Tom McCullough is not. Mata- Tom McCullough no, is not walking are, through that door. No, that Ron Anderson number twenty is not walking through that friggin' door. Rajah Bell, come on, no, it's not legend. them. Um, <laughs> Clippers waved uh, Eric Gordon. I mean, this is crazy. Uh, mm. So I'm basically just flushing away $100 million on the payroll tax bill. They're not going to guarantee his $21 million salary um, uh, before today's deadline, which has already passed. I mean, that's crazy. They they went from 169 to 59 $18 million over the $160 million tax threshold. But Gordon can still play. Mm. But it's just crazy when you think about the contract, some of these players, when you really – peel the onion back right or the curtain back i should say <laughs> peel the curtain back uh and you're looking at this type of money you're you're thinking to yourself man but he can still play he'll give you 18 to 20 yeah i mean for a veteran piece i look at like a phoenix sun situation right he'd be perfect what about miami perfect like you don't want him to log major minutes he's not going to put too much pressure on the defense but as a guy that can space the floor maybe and knock down some shots like He's a guy that I'm looking at. If I can, if I can sign on the low, not break the bank, obviously, but he'd be a great addition to a team with championship. I mean, and Eric Gordon is at that point in his career too, right? What, 33 years old? Like he's at that point where he wants to play. He was in Houston for so long. He's almost been forgotten about. He's a guy that should want to be playing an important game. So that's a, that'd be a a really good piece for any Uh, contender. Kyrie averaged about 27 and six and 20 games with Dallas. He's an unrestricted free agent, but again, to me, it's feast or famine. When he's engaged and it's Kyrie, the basketball player, he's arguably top five, six, seven in the league. Um, do you think he resigns back with Dallas? It seems it's going that way. I know you probably seen the reports about him meeting with the Suns. Yeah. I don't see how the the numbers work out with already what they're investing in Bill and Booker and KD. They would have to trade DeAndre. And I'm thinking, um, I just I think I think he's going back to Dallas. It just yeah. doesn't seem to be a market for Kyrie at this point. Like you got to think about which teams need point guards and which teams have the capacity to add them to that team. It's kind of slim right now. Adding into what Kyrie brings to the table off the court. Yep. Is it worth it? And again, there's the rub, right? It's always with that headache, uh, so yeah. to speak. How about how about Draymond Green? Right? Um, is this situation where you got to take less to resign with the Warriors? I think both sides should just come back. I think the fact that you trade a Jordan Poole. Yeah. Yeah. How can you not bring, like, you know what I'm saying? How can you not bring a Draymond Green? Didn't they give him a contract extension, then trade him? Yeah. 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 So it's like, it's clearly the reason why you traded Poole is because of the Draymond punch. It's obvious, right? And so I think Draymond, he's so important to that team defensively and just the voice. And if you're trying to maximize what whatever is left of Steph Curry in his prime, I think you need a Draymond Green. I think he's important. I think you bring him back. Yeah. And I think Draymond thrive. I don't 
I'm trying to think of a situation where he could thrive any better than where he's at now. Golden State's the the op, the optimal place for him, I think, yeah. to really be an impact player. Yeah, and listen, they're very familiar with his persona and his personality, right? Sure. And that's that yeah. that accounts for something good or bad. Um, uh, Chris Middleton opted out as well, right? Uh, Thirty-one years of age, health issues. We know that good player, but Milwaukee is kind of in this win now mode, even though we are a couple seasons away removed mm-hmm. since they did win a title. So. I mean, I, I get the opt-in. I totally get it. But if I'm Milwaukee, I'm bringing them back. The window the window closes quickly, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it seemed like that Milwaukee-Phoenix series was long ago, right? But it wasn't that long ago. Um, Brooke Lopez may lead, too. I think, That's right. be, That's I think another... you can make an argument that would be an even huge loss for, for them. Oh, I agree. Just what he provides defensively and how he's been able to just transform his game into a to be a, a threat outside to shoot it. Both ends like, of the floor. If you lose a Brooke Lopez, man. Yeah. I think you talk about when it comes to the Eastern Conference hierarchy, you gotta you gotta reshuffle some things. <laughs> like if they if they were to lose either one of those guys, that's a huge loss. Because you got to think who's taking up that scoring slack for Middleton. So r- real quick on that, let me just piggyback on your point. Let's just say, argument's sake, they lose one of them. And I would say Lopez is more important than Middleton. Yes, we can agree. Okay, you lose Lopez. Um, now you look at Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference. You know, Boston has shown they're a mentally soft team, right? Uh, Playoff-wise. What's yeah. that? Playoff-wise, they are. Regular season, yeah, they're good. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair point. Yeah, yeah, fine. yeah, absolutely. Play, yeah, Playoff time is a different yeah. – give me my 55 wins, but right. Um, you know, three of 18 from uh, beyond exactly. the arc from game seven, right? Uh, Miami, we're still talking about maybe getting that natural, that true point guard to bring up the ball. Uh, you've got the other teams we documented, and then you've got the Sixers, assuming they make this move, they bring in a George with Embiid. Now would you put uh, the would you put Philly – as now that team to beat in the Eastern Conference, again, going on these said or potential moves? No, because I haven't seen them do it. Okay. Well, they haven't gotten to an Eastern Conference Finals. I've seen Milwaukee win a championship. I've seen Boston, at least Boston made the Eastern Conference Finals, and they made the finals the previous year. Last year? Right? Yeah. They have a Jason Tatum. They have a Jalen Brown. I kind of trust what they can do in the playoffs versus what we've seen from this unit <laughs> in the playoffs, right? You mentioned Miami. They have their own Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, two important guys during their run. They could be getting paydays this summer. We'll see. If you lose those two guys, how is that roster looking? If they can't add a Dane, the Eastern Conference is very interesting. Your Knicks might be moving up, Q. What? The six seed? The fifth seed? Maybe five. Five? (laughs) You never know. Look, if the Bucs lose Middleton and Lopez, if the Heat were to lose a Gabe Vincent or Max Struess, it's very – I mean, it's interesting. It gets interesting. It does. They're not a winning franchise. For the Knicks? They're not. They're a losing franchise. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, you have to call it the way you, you know, the, the, the aura, the mecca of MSG. The Yeah, but this is not the 90s. I'm trying to Where give they, y'all some props, but you're right. But don't you got Jalen Brunson, though. Because you, you have, know what's going to happen? Winning, you, have be... you have a winning point guard, though. You do. That's a good start. Well, sure, you want to, right, years ago, build around the center, now build around the guard. Well, right. because there's really no natural center, so to speak, because right. the game's different. I will be friggin' beside myself 
<laughs> I will be side myself, and I, I'm I I might I'm you you might be banned because I know you think in your in your little devious mind and heart of yours against my Knicks that there's a sentiment, there's a thought that the Knicks are dumb enough to actually want James Harden, and if that <laughs> happens, I will be friggin' pissed and live it now i understand if you get rid of top and pop and that's fine because he's been an absolute bust i have no issues with that i do not want james harden he can drive by msg you're not freaking walking through i don't want any parts of james harden i don't the beer the beer in the in the the garden the mecca why that's showtime 36 million dollars next year a lot of money it's a lot of money that's for- a lot of money. No, it, it makes it doesn't make basketball sense for either side. Like, what are the Knicks bringing back to Philly that's going to raise their ceiling, and what does Harden do for Brunson? It just doesn't. It, I don't. It makes no you, sense. They're built. They're dominant around what? Your 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 ball dominant guard yeah. Brunson. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need the bearded one to be limping <laughs> up the floor and doing his step back three. I don't. And I'm telling you, there is a team. Well, it would have been a team dumb enough to pay him. Of course. Of course. Right? There, there always is. There always is. Come on. Yeah, no. I <laughs> I think I think the Clippers the Clippers and Philly situation that make, that makes the most sense for both sides. I, I really think it does. It does. So, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I love I love the NBA. You can make an argument the summer is even better than, than the regular season. Just the chaos. Well, I think it's now because you've got social media. So there's that, the rumor mill, the buzz, yeah. right? We're so, we gravitate towards that, but also because there's so many marquee players out there. And um, remember too, some of these players are starting to get past their prime and we're wondering what's going to happen with some of these guys. And the NBA, I believe there's more shuffling, right? Oh, Player, sure. because we've said this how many years? It's a player's league. So they dictate what they're going to do, what they're going to eat, how they're going to dress, where they're going to go, who they want to play for. It's a different yeah. animal in the NFL. You're not happy yeah. we trade your ass. In the NBA, you get the coach fired. That's true. That's true. Right? And that's, that's what true. makes it very interesting because a lot of the conversations are, you know, hey, what's the best fit? We're not even talking about, hey, what's the best fit for this team led by this head coach? It's what's the best fit for the player. Mm-hmm. That is <laughs> true. Think about this. That is true. They, right? it, it is a player's yeah. league. And so that's why we're seeing a – a Kyrie who just played in Dallas, possibly going to Phoenix. Like that just, just the thought of a Kyrie Irving, Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant lineup. That's just what are we doing here? Like, yeah, but hold on a second. Like you said, show me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. You me. can have you you know being an Eagles fan yeah. when you have yeah. a dream team. Dream team. Yeah. You got to show me. Denver has done it. They have that chemistry. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's funny. We we we've seen we saw with with the Lakers the changes that they made midseason, which were great changes, but it wasn't enough to beat the Nuggets. You don't have that chemistry, right? right. KD going to Phoenix midseason. You yeah. don't have time to develop chemistry. Like the Nuggets have those guys have been playing with each other. That core of Murray and, and the Joker and MPJ, Michael Porter Jr. They have that chemistry built up. Like they have guys who have been around. Mike Malone has been their coach. And so these teams still haven't learned. They're chasing after these big names and thinking one season it's going to turn around. It doesn't work like that. Like it just, it just doesn't. Yeah, I like how you give credit to the Lakers for their moves. You mean basically LeBron dogging it and wanting to sit, <laughs> and then you trade Westbrook, and all of a sudden you get back pieces that you want, and you win. Who would have thought? Who would have right? thought trading Westbrook would like solve your issues? Who who, who would have thought? You know, um, another okay. name, Bruce Brown. I'm interested to see where he goes. Who? Bruce Brown. I think. Well, I, he's probably the top. I mean, you would sit right now and say 
free agent. He's one of the top out there. As far as like a name, he's not obviously it's not Kyrie. He's not one of these big name guys. But you watch that Nuggets finals run. He was huge. Not only big. are you bringing in a quality player who can provide championship yeah. winning plays, but you're taken away from the Nuggets. And if you're a yeah. Western Conference rival, right? I'm the Lakers. I mean, that that could get interesting. I would, oh, like, I would try to sign him quickly. Yeah, and we we really haven't even gotten to the free agent signing period yet, right? Where, yeah. let's be honest, you know, the tampering crap, eleven fifty nine. I mean, when is that? July what? It's July. I think you can negotiate. July 1st, I think. And then July 6th is when you can sign. So, yeah, so look, they've I mean, been tampering since the All-Star break. Let's just, just be honest. They've been they've been, they've they've been tampering. Been, Listen, they've been tampering since LeBron said he's going to take a sound, uh, his talents down to South Beach. Tampering is happening 24-7. Right? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Marshall, uh, sports reporter, anchor, WMUR, kind enough to join us as always, at John underscore Marshall 3, our Hoops Insider, our Hoops Head, kind enough to join us on a Thursday edition of BYP. All right um always good stuff my friend uh we'll do it again next week who knows where some of these cats are going to land um but I gotta check twitter i gotta i gotta keep checking it like i just gotta because you never know anything can happen yeah you're gonna keep refreshing <laughs> i'm refreshing make sure hold on cue i gotta make sure there's no breaking news i don't see anything just yet but we don't as soon as we're done the spot that's when the news that's is what's going to happen drop down nicks make a big time move for uh james harden um so <laughs> i'm hearing windhorse brian winner saying don't rule out Kyrie Irving to the Sixers. This is too much happening. That's see, yeah, you have to just take a step back, put the phone down. Yeah, too much. You know, go for a run. I don't want Kyrie for the record. I don't. So I don't. Yeah. So November when he's averaging 23 and 13, and they're, you know, 25 and six, you're gonna love the move. Exactly. And then Such the next a, week, and then the next week he wants to sit out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's a fair point. <laughs> talk about talk about the world being flat and whatnot. Uh, so, all right, brother, we'll do it again next week. Appreciate you. All right, thank you. All right. <laughs>